0: Good afternoon. I'm Al Cresta. You know, you heard the slogan, defund the police, uh, following the uh, killing of George Floyd. And uh, the assumption uh, behind defund the police seemed to be that police uh, across the United States were out of control and that uh, we were seeing increasing example, ex- examples of innocent blacks being killed. Uh, And disproportionately by white cops Uh, You know, we've talked about this before And that's a narrative that can't be sustained By a close analysis of the facts But what about the defund the police movement? How how much political traction did it get? My guest, Peter Kirstenau, is an attorney And a member of the United States Commission on Civil Rights And he's been doing a lot of work in this area Pete, good to have you with me, thanks Good to be with you. Thanks for having me on. Let's talk about this phrase, defund the police. It doesn't have an exact meaning. I think it's an
1: expression of antipathy toward the police that uh, grew out of the George Floyd and its progeny, the movements, the riots related to such. And we had about a year and a half of, I'll put it politely in my own terms, insanity yeah. that resulted from that, all based on a false narrative, which uh, you know I, I could talk about uh, at some point. But nonetheless, I think it's an attitude that was embraced by certain progressive elements. It was... uh idiotic and insane from its inception. I don't think it had broad public support. The media tried to drive the narrative as if it did have broad public support. And, you know, they'd flash to the people demonstrating in the streets, all these riots, so on and so forth, as if to say that this was a movement that was embraced by the majority of blacks, especially. And the opposite is true. Uh, the, The truth is, when you look at poll responses, It is the white liberals, as I used to say, it was, you know, sophomore theater (laughs) arts majors who had the luxury of engaging in such, and then they could go back to the nice, secure, suburban homes, didn't have to worry about crime. I live in inner city Cleveland, and I've been living in the same place for 40 years, and my neighbors all want more police. If you talk, I don't know where the media is, and I don't know where they go, other than going to college campuses, (laughs) or maybe they go to certain precincts where uh, the defund the police movement is embraced, but even in, in cities that were the hotspots for the defund movement, places like Seattle and Minneapolis, where their woke city councils voted to defund the police, even New York City, uh, which just elected Eric Adams right. on the promise that he's going to increase security. You know, sobriety returned. It, it probably never departed, except that, as I indicated before, intense intention was placed on the most activist elements within each city. Milwaukee, uh, Kenosha, Wisconsin is another good example in, in the current um, news cycle, uh, you know, uh, uh, Seattle and others. But they, they concentrated on those elements that were making the most noise, as usual. And the media, let's face it, they were fanning the flames. They seemed to embrace the defund movement. And it was based on the false narrative that cops were shooting down uh, innocent blacks now it does happen that uh, you know sometimes cops do shoot innocent blacks and don 't want to uh, downplay that right, but right. the narrative is false. The narrative that cops are doing this is so untethered from reality. the fact of the matter is uh blacks are less likely. To be shot by cops than whites are. Similarly, situated blacks. In other words, those who are engaged in enterprises, if you want to call it that, or activity that would lead to encounters with cops, whites are up to seven times more likely to be shot than blacks are. And the reason for that is pretty simple. Um, and, and there are a host of reasons, but the overriding one your audience could probably surmise, and that is that uh, especially white cops have seen what happened in ferguson missouri with the michael brown incident and they've seen a lot of cops pilloried as a result of shooting of um, of, of black suspects mm-hmm. and they don't want to end up like that right. in fact the data show that black cops are 3.3 times more likely to shoot blacks than white cops that's are, that's the white cops are petrified to pull out Not i don't see cops are petrified but they're a lot more reluctant to pull out their service weapons when they know what's going to uh, result from something like that. So uh, you have this false narrative. You have, as a result, one of the biggest Actually, it's the largest spike in homicides in more than 100 years in this country, all of which was predictable. Anybody who had two brain cells to rub together knew that was going to happen. And this is the result of woke idiocy. Forgive uh, my—that's the best way I can describe it. I don't mean to use pejoratives toward anybody or those types of appellations, but that's
0: the the most accurate way of describing it. And so who is encouraged— Uh, You know, who's encouraged by this woke idiocy to murder, though? How does that translate into behavior?
1: Uh, You know, that's a good question. What we have here is it's not so much that people are encouraged to commit murders. It's that there is this uh, license to do so by virtue of lack of law enforcement. Mm -hmm. When you defund the police... Well, what's going to happen? The, the, the criminal elements there think it's open season, and, and they behave accordingly. Yeah. Um, we see what happened, you know, the most vivid videos probably came out of Chicago, when on the Magnificent Mile itself, one of the, the most celebrated uh, avenues in America with high-end stores that used to have a lot of security, you had mobs rampaging, rampaging through many of these stores just pulling stuff out with impunity. You know, and they weren't simply, you know, going in furtively and trying to shoplift. No, they were going in the light of day, coming out very proudly, being videotaped, and did not care. The same is happening in other places, too. It's not just homicides, it's crime in general that goes up. But homicides, as indicated before, spiked the most it has in more than 100 years in this country. 30% hike in homicides, which translates into... Thousands of people, more people being killed than otherwise would have. It has serious consequences. And unfortunately, too many politicians were either cowed or they went along willingly with the CDC. Yeah.
0: Tell me what happened in Minneapolis with the ballot measure.
1: I think that people got smart. What happened, you know, we, uh, many of your listeners probably saw some of the news reports and video of this. Minneapolis, and you know, I've been in Minneapolis a number of times on, on, uh, on because I'm a lawyer in addition to everything else, and I've had uh, cases up there in other matters. Um, you know, it's, it's a city of nice people. I couldn't, when I was up there you know, years ago, man, it, it seemed as if there was no crime at all. Now, I know that's an exaggeration, and I was not necessarily in the worst neighborhood, but it was a good place to visit. Yeah. Um, that changed radically after defund the police movement. And you had these uh, council members who, you know, I don't know who they were. Uh, I don't know how they got their positions. I don't know how they convinced people to vote for them. But anybody who cries for defund the police is unworthy of a vote simply based on the empirical evidence. So you had these no-go zones in Minneapolis. Of all places, Minneapolis, you know, maybe say Baltimore or Philadelphia, but Minneapolis? (laughs) But this is what happens. It descended into pure anarchy, and the Minneapolis residents suffered as a result. So, same people in Minneapolis, people who had uh, residences that were imperiled, that were, um, uh, you know, they they had no go zones for businesses, and business people who suffered declines in revenues as, as a result. The productive people, the Law-abiding people, the responsible people of Minneapolis said, this is crazy, it cannot stand, we're going to have a return to some semblance of normalcy, and they decided to defund the police was as crazy as it sounds.
0: Yeah. Did, did, um, Did the ballot measure, were they going to strip funding from the police, or were they changing funding from certain types of operations to other types of operations? What was the... What does that mean? Yeah, yeah,
1: it's the same kind of thing. They thought that instead of having law enforcement, that you could appeal to somebody who's on his way to death row by by simply having some kind of social work. I don't yeah. mean to be uh, again harsh about people, but let's face it. Anyone who has visited some prisons in the United States of America, as I have, see that there are certain hardened criminals. Right. Now, okay, right. we'd like to do whatever we can to rehabilitate people. we I think the United States is a compassionate society. Mm-hmm. Um, we are a, a, you know, a very law-abiding and God-fearing society. We want to do the best for our fellow Americans. By the same token, doing the best for some of our fellow Americans has to understand, we have to understand reality, and that some people, if they are not incarcerated, are con- going to commit violent crimes. Um, so I think that there were those who were living in this kind of fantasy world that there aren't bad folks out there, but then there were those who confronted uh, that fact. What you what you had is this belief among those who weren't confronting the real world is that somehow social work might be an appropriate intervention for some of the most hardened criminals out there. Yeah. And again, anybody who's spent any time in reality or lived in my neighborhood can tell you that, oh, you know, social workers are pretty good as far as they go. Yep. But my goodness, when someone's battering down the front door of your house yep. and uh, has got a, you know, a shotgun, you don't want a social worker no, there. You no. want a trained cop, preferably a couple of them.
0: Yeah, no, I, I agree. Uh, so Minneapolis uh, gets sanity. What about places like Seattle and Portland? Has there been any repentance there of this? Well, there's been some. There's okay. been
1: some. <laughs> In Seattle, for example, a lot of people are waking up there. You know, you get these very um, liberal... Um, Uh, enclaves, that I I don't know what they were doing, I don't know if they were just simply patting themselves on the back for how um, uh, again, woke they are but after a while reality intruded, Seattle now has had to hire security personnel for public employees (laughs) who escort them from place to place this is is sheer lunacy good Um, heavens you know, I'm, I've am i been around on Earth for quite some time now, more than six decades, and that's not necessarily, you know, in terms of an historical framework, uh, a, a great reference period, but even in that short period of time, you see certain things develop, and in that period of time, what you do know, <laughs> without any question, if you're going to be honest, is that These kinds of things do not work. There are repercussions to these kinds of things. There's going to be a backlash, and then there are cycles. How anyone who is an adult thought that defund the police was a good idea for any reason, even if cops were that bad, there are cops, and they aren't. There are cops that protect us, protect our businesses, and if we don't recognize that there are bad people out there, Mm -hmm. that's too bad. I mean, there are bad people out there, and they do bad things, then we're going to be suffering the consequences, and we have.
0: Yeah. Pete, thanks so much. Uh, Wonderful talking with you today. And uh, we'll keep our eyes on this. I I think they've overreached. And uh, I think the the pendulum is swinging back in the other direction, I hope.
1: Yes, I think it is.
0: Yeah. Very good. Thanks so much. Thanks, Al. Uh, Peter now again, is a member of the U.S. uh, Commission on Civil Rights. Um, We'll have the articles posted for you, but this... When I heard this, this sounded to me like the kind of froth that you heard on college campuses in 1967, 1968, and it didn't work there, and I didn't think it would be working in Seattle, Portland, or Minneapolis either.